Hey there and welcome to the Skin Lovers Unite podcast. My name is Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen, and I'm so excited to educate you on all things real skin science. Over the past five years, I've gone from working as a dermal therapist to a clinical educator where I worked with some of Australia's leading skincare companies, learning so much about the skin and science behind how it all works. And now I'm here to share all my knowledge with you. Let's jump right into today's episode. Gosh, it has been a while since I've jumped on a podcast to actually just chat to you one-on-one. How nice is this? I know that I did a podcast for my 50th episode not too long ago, but I felt like I had recorded that like weeks before it went live and it's probably been a good six weeks since I've recorded a solo podcast so here I am but I'm really looking forward to this as I always am with my podcast because I love just sliding on into your ears and delivering such great value and it's funny that I say that well not so funny actually because that was my um segue (laughs) but today in today's podcast episode we're going to be talking about adding value Because here in Australia, and I'm sure everywhere in the world, we are starting to see inflation creep around everywhere. We're seeing petrol prices going up. We're seeing property prices going up. We're seeing the cost of fruit and vegetables going up. And people are freaking out left, right and center. The amount of times I've heard people saying, oh, it's so hard for small businesses. I'm going to go out of business at this point oh my gosh, it just really not grinds my gears, but it really makes me feel quite empathetic towards these people. And so this episode, I'm going to really be working on changing your mindset first and foremost, but also to showing how you can really grab this by the balls and for lack of a better term, excuse my French, and really just take it upon your stride to add value in your business in more ways than one. So Yes, we are going through a bit of a recession slash inflation period in time, but please don't let that scare you. Honestly, do you remember, and probably most of us listening to this don't remember, (laughs) but when bread was like five or 10 cents a loaf, because my Nana used to tell me that all the time and my Nana is 86 and it's just crazy because like now when we look at how much bread is, well, I'm gluten free. So I spend $6 on a loaf of bread. Thank you, Aldi. Um, but, you know, that's just the way that the world works. Things are always going to go up in price and that's how inflation works. That doesn't mean that people aren't going to be spending money or they're not going to be able to afford things long term. Yes, there'll be a little bit of a pinch initially while things readjust themselves. But, you know, as an industry, we always need to be increasing our prices, not just to meet inflation, but also to meet the value that we're actually providing. Now, this really comes down to working on your money mindset. And as you know, I talk about it quite a lot on this podcast, but money mindset is something that I'm really, really, really passionate about, especially if you are in business, because if you have a poor money mindset, then you're always going to feel bad, feel guilty, um, or have a lot of resistance when it comes to charging your clients for the services that you're actually doing, which I don't want anybody listening to this to have this. Now, how do you work on this? It's really important first to think back to when you first started to learn about money. And generally it's from our parents growing up. 
What were the sort of conversations that they were having around you as you were growing up? For me, it's kind of hard to think back because as I've mentioned a few times before, and I've got my beautiful um, hypnotherapist coming on the podcast soon, but I've had abundance hypnotherapy where we totally rewired all of my limiting beliefs that I was brought up with. So it's kind of hard for me to go back and think about what they were because I don't fully remember them now. Um, But I guess common ones are things like, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. We don't have money for that. Oh, no, that's expensive. How the other half live. And all of those things begin to paint a story into our minds. Actually, do you know what? I've got a cheat sheet right here. I actually went to a psychology of sales event not long ago (laughs) and I've got the workbook here and I was writing down a few things that other people were saying. Let's have a look and see what's in here, shall we? Oh, I didn't write anything down in here either. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Um, Well, that was a fail, but that's okay. You get what I mean. And it's really important to be aware of these because at the end of the day, that's not actually what our beliefs and thoughts are. That's actually what our parents passed on to us. And then that can become a limiting belief for us as adults. And there are a few ways that you can work on this. You can, you know, work on this yourself by journaling the complete opposite. So rather than saying things all the time like, you know, I can't afford it or money's tight at the moment, you know, can you say that money flows quite easily to you in your business or your business is really successful? Honestly, being in business now for a year and doing this podcast now for a year, I have come across some super successful business owners. And the one thing that I've noticed that they all have in common is that their money mindset is just so clean. And it's always going to be something that's a work in progress, but it's definitely something to be aware of and definitely something to work on. Like it's so important. It will really be you know, the foundations for everything that you do in your life, in your business, absolutely everything. Because if you think that you aren't destined to earn a lot of money, then the real, the reality of it is you won't, you just won't earn money. And what, like the more that you put that out into the universe, the less money you're going to earn. If you're constantly saying, oh, I've got no money, money's so hard. The universe isn't going to give you more of that because they're going to be like, yeah, you're right the same as if you were to say all the time, and I love using this analogy because it's so clear and simple. If you were to say all the time, oh, I don't have friends. I don't have a support network around me. And your friends around you are like, bitch, what the fuck? We're here. Then they're going to eventually be like, oh, she's so negative and needy. And she's very draining on my energy all the time. We don't really want to hang out with her. And then all of a sudden you end up with no friends. And it's the exact same with money. So it's super important, especially in times like this, when there is a lot of noise on social media and a lot of chatter from everybody else in the industry to work on your money mindset. Now, the second thing is that you should not be just charging the bare minimum to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, this inflation is really affecting my business. I need to do a price rise. I want everybody listening to this episode right now to be charging a premium. And I know you're thinking, okay, Kelly, but you don't know my business. I live rurally, rurally. Oh my gosh. I live regionally. (laughs) I live in a small town. I'm only a year into my business. I don't offer lots of fancy machineries. Like I'm just happy with where I am getting by. No, (laughs) it does not matter because at the end of the day, 
you are worth every penny and more. And that's what I'm going to dive into now because really at the end of the day, what we want to be charging is based on how much value we're giving. And this has shown up in my life so much in the past week. And this is why I was like, I need to get on and do a podcast about this (laughs) because everybody will get a few light bulb moments from this as well. So I've got all these notes in my phone. The first thing that happened to me the other day was I had one of my girlfriends from dance message me and she said, hey, I'm wondering if you could help me with my skin. I'm more than happy to pay you. I'm really just looking for some advice. I am getting lots of breakouts. I've been seeing a skin specialist for a year now, but I just feel like she hasn't taken the time to build a relationship with me. And so I don't really trust her and they charge a premium. And she's like, I have been happy to pay it in the past, but I just feel like there's no trust and there's no relationship and I don't want to keep going. And so I was thinking, oh my gosh, what a missed opportunity from that business alone. They're charging a premium, but because the therapist who's been working with my friend hasn't spent time to build a relationship and to gain my friend's trust when it comes to her skin, now she doesn't feel like it's worth paying that premium. And I think that's the biggest thing, right? Because the more that people feel like they know you, like you and trust you, and the more that they feel like they are connected to you, the more that they are happy to spend with you. And this is no word of a lie. Like I am three weeks out from being in my business for a year and I like, and I never want to say this to brag. I never want to say this to brag at all. This is just to like prove my point because this is what I've done in my business. I've done $217,000 in my business in the past 12 months. And that is simply because everything I do really works to build trust with everybody and build a relationship and build a community. And that is so important, which leads me to the next thing. This, the reason how, like the whole reason why I do this or how I do this or how I'm able to do this in my business so that people do feel like they can trust me. They feel like they're connected to me is I add value. And I do this in so many ways and you can pick and choose which ways suit you in your business, but it is so important for the success of your business. So obviously I have this podcast where I'm constantly delivering free information and podcasts are a great way for me to, you know, feel really connected to my audience and them feel really connected to me, but I'm also delivering so much value. Um, The next is I've got a closed Facebook group where I'm constantly you know, generating conversation in there. And I'm constantly adding value, adding my thoughts, what I'm seeing, new things in the industry. There's lots of conversations in there all the time that are adding lots of value. If you're not a part of my Facebook group, please join it. It's called the Skin Lovers Unite group where all of us skin lovers unite. (laughs) And then I add lots of value on my Instagram and also to emails, which I'm beginning to get better at. But I want to circle back to the Instagram part. So Instagram, I know sometimes when I say that a lot of business owners can like roll their eyes, but Instagram is really where I focus a lot of my attention because I add so much value in there. It's not funny. I'm constantly teaching people new things. I'm constantly showcasing what has happening on the internet and why I disagree with it and you know why that's important. I'm constantly relating to people so that they feel connected to me. And, you know, through that building value, 
people are like, oh wow, this girl knows her shit. They begin to like me. They feel like they know me and they trust me. They feel like they've got a relationship with me. And so when they spend money with me and they get even more value, they're even more satisfied. And it's really important that we are doing this. And of course, we want to be adding value in clinic and think about all the little extra things that you can do. So I once worked with a business model and it was all about doing a thousand hour business. And it was like the client care doesn't just stop when they leave the door. It's making sure that they get a confirmation call, that when they go to their appointment, that they are given post care, that they have a follow up text or call a few days later, um, that they're offered something to rebook into the clinic. Maybe give them some samples to use at home or post care kit to use at home. Um, maybe a few days afterwards, they get sent an email that says like, like automatically that says, Hey, we're just checking in, make sure this is what you're doing with your aftercare. Step one, step two, step three. And it becomes a full, um, I can't even think of the word, but like a full life cycle of how to look after your client and really social media has to play into that as well. Now, additionally, you might be nurturing the clients who aren't always visiting you as well through email marketing. You might be sharing like skin tip of the week or as we go into winter here into Australia and you might be getting the same questions coming up quite a lot with your clients. You might be sharing some information on like how you would recommend to look after their skin and top products and, you know, basic things that they can be doing and the facial treatments that you'd recommend them booking in for via email marketing or via Instagram. It becomes a full stratosphere of how to actually look after your client. And that in itself really adds value because it shows the client that you really care. A really great example of this. And it's funny, I haven't spoken about this before, but um, I used to uh, speak about it all the time when I was a trainer. So when I was a trainer for ultraceuticals, I used to talk about the thousand hour clinic and how I used to go and get my nails done by this bougie ass nail salon on the Gold Coast here called Adore Dolls Parlor. And it would take me three months, three whole months on the wait list to get an appointment at this place. And I would go and get my nails done. And I think it'd be like $85 for a set. And this is back in like I'm going to say 2016, (laughs) long time ago to be spending $80 on a set. Now I do that like every three weeks. I don't even bat an eyelid. But for me back then, like 2016, gosh, that was for me, like I would have been young. (laughs) I can't maths right now. I've been sick for the past few days. But when I would get there, I was treated like, you know, a very important client. I would be asked if I wanted tea, sparkling water, water, champagne, coffee, Um, you know, the conversation would always be flowing. I would always be educated on how to look after my cuticles. I'd also get a nice hand rub afterwards. Afterwards, they'd always put cuticle oil on my cuticles. They'd always give me my nail file. And then a few days later, um, I would always be rebooked at the appointment too. Even if I had to wait like four to five months, I'd always rebook. And three to five days later, I would always get a text message to follow up and see how I'm going. And then a week later, I would always get an email to be like, this is how you can best look after your nails in between appointments. And they also did a little upsell to say, if you do lose a nail, we also sell press-ons. Um, this is where you can buy them. Um, if you do have fancy designs, these are the ones that we recommend. And it was just like a full circle way of looking after me. And I visited them for probably like 
I don't know, four years until I moved maybe an hour and a half away and then it wasn't worth me traveling anymore. But back then I thought that was quite clever in the way that they looked after their clients because that really kept me going for such a long time and it was really important. And I was like, do you know what? I don't see a lot of beauty businesses doing that, but I saw such value in going there. It wasn't just, I wasn't just paying $80 for nails. I was going there for the education. I felt like a VIP. It was a whole experience. The aftercare, I didn't just feel like another number. And that is really important. Additionally, I actually went to a hairdresser on the weekend in Sydney and I really wanted to get my hair blow dried because I was having a girls weekend with my best friend and I wanted my hair to look really good. And so I went to a hair salon and I was like, sorry, I know it's a sad day. I know this is very last minute. If you can't fit me in, totally cool. Just wondering if you have any room for a blow dry. And she was like, I've always got time for you. Like, take a seat. Would you like, once again, tea, sparkling water, um, herbal tea? And I was like, oh, like, is she mistaking me for someone? (laughs) And this blow dry was a bit expensive. It was $65, which is a bit different to the $32 I pay here. (laughs) Um, But nonetheless, I was like, it's a girl's weekend, whatever. I want to feel good. And while I was waiting, she was like, I'm just with a client, but I'm going to get such and such to do a complimentary treatment on you. She did like essential oils on my scalp and a head massage. And then she got me to do some breathing. She pressed on my shoulders. Then she brought me over to the basin and gave me a complimentary treatment. Then I was brought back to the mirror and she blow dried my hair in ways that I'd never seen before. I was so impressed. I was like, this is by far the best blow dryer I've ever had. And then she taught me how to maintain my blow dry moving forward. And she was telling me how I can have this blow dry look at home. She was saying like when it's wet, you know, do this with your fringe, pull your hair forward on the sides and curl it up and do it with clips. And she's like, this is the shampoo I would recommend. It was a dry shampoo spray. It cost me $90 by the way. And so this $65 blow dry, um, you know, I just got so much value of uh, from it completely. And not only did I spend $65 on the blow dry, but I then spent $95 on the um, dry shampoo afterwards. But she also gave me two referral friend cards because I said like, I'm not from here. And then I've gotten a thank you text a couple of days later saying, thank you so much for visiting such and such. We hope you had a great experience. Um, For aftercare instructions, click here. And this is in the text absolutely blown away. And now I'm following them on Instagram and they share hair tips all the time. They share like reels on how to maintain your color, how to maintain your blow dry, how to maintain your keratin treatment. And I'm just learning so much from this business. And I'm like, I didn't just pay for a blow dry. I paid for like a full value service. And why can't we as beauty therapists and skin therapists and estheticians be doing this? Why can't we be creating that full service, not just in clinic, but also with following up with follow-up texts by doing really educational emails out to our database to really connect with our people by doing educational posts on Instagram. Every visit is highly educational and you're teaching them something new because when people feel like they're getting lots of value, they are happy to pay a premium. 
And so this is the full circle with what I was getting at. It doesn't just come down to, oh, well, I live regionally or I have a small little at-home clinic, so I'm only going to charge a small amount because all of my clients, um, you know, are seniors. It doesn't matter. If you can provide a premium service, you don't have to go out of your way too much, then you can provide, then you can charge a premium price. It's as simple as that. And I really want everybody to do that. Somebody asked the other day in my Skin Lovers Unite group, you know, I don't even really know how to add value. And for me, when you're trying to attract people into your business to add value, we can really do that through, you know, you might have a little freebie download, how to look after your skin during winter. That gets them on your email database and then you can provide value each week through a weekly email or a fortnightly email. I do cringe when people tell me they have a monthly newsletter. I do think it has a place, but I think, you know, when I get monthly newsletters, I don't really read it. But if I get like a monthly email where it's like what's been going on, skin tip, you know, what's happening in the business, it's kind of more casual. I'm definitely more inclined to read it. You don't have to make it look super professional. I think the more personal, and if you've read any of my emails, you know how personal they are, the better. But also too, like showcasing everything that you know on social media is really important. Really educating your client on different things that, you know, that are happening with their skin. And the easiest way to get ideas for this is what are your clients complaining about in clinic at the moment? Are they saying that their lips are chapped all the time? Are they saying that their skin is dry all the time? Are they saying that their nose is dry because they've recently had a flu? Then how can you create content out of that? Because if one or two people are experiencing that, imagine how many others are experiencing that. And this is what I do in my business all the time. And, you know, I've had people in Skin Lovers Unite group say, how do I add value? Well, one, by showcasing all of your knowledge, by giving away lots of information for free, as long as it's top line, because we do want to encourage them to actually book in. And that's why you can use call to actions. But also too, you know, through showcasing every single step that you're doing in the facial and showcasing what they're actually going to get. Are they going to get a herbal tea? Are they going to get a deluxe head massage? Are they going to get a shoulder and back massage? Are they going to get a deluxe pre-treatment ritual? Like all of these things just really help to add value to the products and services that you're actually offering in clinic. So people are like, oh yeah, I'm just going in for a quick micro or I'm going in for a quick LED. They're getting a full experience. The more that we can showcase, you know, how much we know and all the value, the better. I'm also going to do a post on this on Instagram. Sorry if you can hear my cat meowing right now. (laughs) She's very demanding sometimes. But this is really important to know because if we can constantly add value to our clients, we can charge a premium service. We won't feel guilty about charging a premium because we know how much value that we're adding. And also too, it's super important to work on your money mindset as well so that you are on, on par with this. You're like, no, I definitely deserve the amount of money that I'm charging. Like I add so much value to my clients. Like, yes, I deserve to charge $65 for a blow dry or yes, I deserve to charge $200 for a facial. So I hope that you have taken away lots of value from this podcast. If you have, please, please, please let me know because I always hope that these things are landing. I never jump on and do a podcast and script it unless I'm actually doing an interview. I always have like a bit of an idea and I just jump on and ramble. (laughs) Very my style, but these are things that I'm passionate about. So hopefully my ramble gets across. 
And also, I think I've asked this before, but I'm going to ask again. I would love, love, love if you listen to this podcast regularly, if you can leave me a little review below, especially if you're using Apple to listen to podcasts, if you could leave me a little bit of a review down below, it would really help me to get my podcast out there to more people. It really helps to tell the algorithm that this podcast is doing well and then more people can find the good word of beauty business. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. Have a beautiful day and I'll chat to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it or learned something new, be sure to share this on Instagram and tag me at Skin Queen. That's queen with three E's and I'll be sure to repost you. Have an amazing day and stay moisturized.